Welcome to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This week, I'm joined by my friends, Matt, Strat, Nat, and Alex, the cast of the Millie Role Players podcast for Yazeba's Bed and Breakfast, a slice-of-life tabletop RPG about a heartless witch, peaceful house, and all the folks that have made their home inside. by J Dragon and M Veselak. Yzeba's Bed and Breakfast uses preset characters, quick play chapters, and an adaptable rule set unlike any other tabletop RPG. You can find out more information about Yzeba's Bed and Breakfast and download the free Ashcan rules on the Possum Creek Games website. That's possumcreekgames.com. I'll add links to it on the What Am I Rolling website and in this episode's show notes. Zaber's bed and breakfast works. To start playing, the players will confer and pick a chapter from the book and read its rules. Those chapter rules will specify what supplies will be needed, the emotional tone of the chapter, i.e. whether it's a relaxed, frantic, patient or eerie mood kind of chapter, and how the players will go about entering it. Each chapter features specific characters, Usually they will be long-term residents of the bed and breakfast, but sometimes a chapter may call for a guest to be present. Every player will play the role of at least one long-term resident, but guest characters can be swapped around and played by different players at different times. During a session, players will make decisions for their characters, representing them and their desires, and explore how they behave in a chapter. The story comes about through a natural conversation between players building upon each other's offers whilst trying to complete a goal set out in that chapter's rules. The important thing to note is that characters have access to their own unique role-playing traits, known as bingos and whoopsies. Bingos are moments when the characters get to fully assert who they are. They are a means to demonstrate that character's ability to play to their strengths, pull off something that nobody else can, or to use their skills to solve a problem, or at least make a situation more under control. Whoopsies, on the other hand, are moments when the characters are not at their best. A whoopsie could be a bad habit, an old fault, or something that sets a character back on their path. Whoopsies often cause problems, or at the very least make things messier and more tangled for everyone. Doing a bingo or a whoopsie will usually cause something to happen to move the story forward, as defined by the rules in each of the chapters. Bingos and whoopsies are meant to guide roleplay moments, rather than being strict game mechanics. The other thing to note is that chapters also indicate what special rules are in play. These usually depend on the tone that has been set out, as well as extra bingos and whoopsies that the characters may have access to, and how the chapter will inevitably end. Chapters also have plenty of other information, such as tracks that need to be filled, checklists that need to be checked off, and so on. No two chapters are alike, and in the full version of Yuzaba's Bed and Breakfast, Players have the ability to unlock future chapters, other playable residents and guests of the B&B, and gain mementos through the use of a sticker system. Essentially, Yzeba's Bed and Breakfast feels like a very chilled RPG with legacy features, and I'm 100% here for that.
whilst I explain the specific rules for the chapter we chose during the recording, I just want to point out that at the time of recording, we were using the Ashcan rule set, as the full version of Yuseba's Bed and Breakfast is not officially out till later this year. Whilst it's unlikely there'll be massive changes to the world, the story, the setting, maybe even the rules, I just want to flag it up here that there might be. You can still get the free Ashcan rules at Possum Creek Games website, so go and check it out if you have the chance. Many thanks to the cast of the Merely Roll Players for joining me for this one shot. Merely Roll Players is a podcast where theatrical people play role playing games in the pursuit of maximum drama. You can find all things Merely Roll Players at merelyrollplayers.com or search Merely Roll Players in your usual podcasting app. Right now, Merely Roll Players is airing Falling Cadence, a soft boiled noir story in three acts, powered by the Fate role playing system. Babyface Private Eye Cadence Fairchild has a shot at her first real case, but it threatens to tangle her up in a web of intrigue and corruption. Set among the penny falls and the rock vendors of a decaying seaside town, Falling Cadence is full of twists even the players at the table can't see coming. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one shot where the players and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. And what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. So, with all that out of the way, let's play Yzeba's Bed and Breakfast. Once upon a time, the world was cruel. And there was a witch who knew it well. And so she sold her heart away and built a house in the woods where the world could never find her. At first, she would let no one into her fortress. But in the long march of days, a strange thing happened. In her own cold and spiteful way, the witch made a friend. And then another. And then several more, until her house was teeming with colourful faces and complicated lives. The house would come to be known as Yuzeba's Bed and Breakfast and it would last for a very long time. So welcome everyone to Yuzeba's Bed and Breakfast, a RPG by J Dragon and Possum Creek Games. I'm very, very excited to have some amazing players with me today. We'll just go around, introduce ourselves, and then introduce the characters we have, maybe a little bit of description about how they look as well. My name is Fiona, uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I will be playing Sal, who uses he, him pronouns. And he is the night porter at Yuzeba's Bed and Breakfast, who's really into his music after leaving his life as a, a Yuzeba's apprentice of magic. Hello, I'm Matt. Uh, I'm the usual compare of the Merely Role Players podcast. My pronouns are he and him, and I'll be playing Gertrude, whose pronouns are she and her. And Gertrude is a teenage runaway who always wears a mask and who, for now at least, sleeps on top of the dryer in the laundry room at the B&B. Hi, I'm Nat. I use she, her pronouns. I will be playing Hey Kid, uh, who uses they, them pronouns. Hey Kid is uh, a devil child with a lot of energy and not a lot of sense. Uh, apparently. <laughs> and and when they say a devil child, I think having looked at some of the art for this, they are literally a, a bit of a devil, like they've got tiefling vibes, like blue skin, little horns, literal devil child. <laughs> but what are you in game? That's... Uh... Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh, 
Hello, uh, my name is Alexander Pankhurst, one of the Millie Role Players crew. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Parish, who is one who is a frog that used to be a knight and is now a chef. He uses he, him pronouns and a big ladle. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Strat, Millie Role Players crew. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Amelie, the workaholic robotic housekeeper who uh, uses they, them pronouns. They are all about cleaning up after people. Silliness does not compute, um, which I'm, I'm sure there'll be no problem with that uh, in this game. Uh, <laughs> and and they, they want to become a real person, which is very sweet. I'm kind of envisioning them as mostly a pretty kind of like wooden... I want them to be a wooden robot rather than a metal one, but kind of like a cylindrical... Almost like they've just been made out of a tree trunk and never really kind of sanded down mm. um, with little wheels on the bottom and a, a little round head on the top. And then when instruments for cleaning are needed, they just pop out of like knots in the wood and then retract back in. Amazing. So I'm a roly-poly uh, trunk. <laughs> See, I'm just envisioning that um, uh, Wallace and Gromit's a grand day out <laughs> and the fridge as <laughs> a result. Oh. Yes. What a reference. Chapter 1 A birthday for Gertrude In which the bed and breakfast plans a surprise party for Gertrude Who has always hated her birthday It was a beautiful autumn morning outside the bed and breakfast Gertrude had the window cracked Open to breathe in the crisp air The last before it would get too cold for open windows And was reading her favourite book it was called Heart Sword. It was the only book she brought with her to the bed and breakfast. It's a schlocky fantasy adventure about a princess forced to disguise herself as a man in order to defeat an evil emperor. If you asked Gertrude, she would dismiss it as trashy garbage, but the dog-eared yellowed pages suggest otherwise. Parrish was perched in one of the massive armchairs, lazily glancing through an astrology section of the newspaper. Uh, hey, hey, Gertrude, what, what sign are you? Oh, I'm a Virgo. My birthday's the 15th. Gertrude was barely paying attention, her nose deep in her book. Virgo, August 23rd, September 22nd. It can be difficult and nerve-wracking to navigate unfamiliar environments. Sometimes the world is big and scary and you just need a change. Don't be afraid. There will be people who care for you wherever you go. And a family's love is never far from your heart. I believe in you. He stared down at the paper before spotting the date in the corner. September 15th. As always. Of course. But Parrish looked up and made sudden eye contact with Sal before pulling the porter into the hall. Sal, it's, it's the 15th. Sal shrugged. Parrish, it's always the 15th. What's the big deal? We forgot Gertrude's birthday. <sighs> start this chapter so yes so this is a frantic mood chapter each chapter has a mood and with each mood comes different mechanics so with the frantic one just so that we're clear at the top of the episode this uses chaos coins so imagine everyone that we're all around a table together <laughs> instead of online <laughs> and i've just put a huge pile of chaos coins in the center where you can all reach them 
this particular chapter uses things called tracks and when we tick off our tracks and complete them we usually get to the end of an episode or something happens whenever somebody wants to tick off a tract they'll consult the little pool of chaos coins that they have collected if they don't have any chaos coins they succeeded right away and then they take a chaos coin because success always comes at a price if they do have chaos coins they just flip them all at once and if all the coins come up as heads they succeed however if there's a failure in one of them then they don't take the track and they must do something called a whoopsie instead. Either way, they keep taking Chaos Coins. At any point, you can cash in five of them to tick off a track, and you can also give away your Chaos Coins whenever you do a bingo to somebody else making the whole mess their problems. Just to clarify as well, all of our characters have things called bingos and whoopsies. Bingos are something, something strong and a really kind move that we can do, and whoopsies are a bit of a weaker move, but it's just a way to help us roleplay, as this is a very narrative game. Let's start with you, Parrish. Uh, you've pulled Sal into one of the hallways to talk about Gertrude. Describe the hallway. What does it look like? What, what are we talking about? The hallway's long. Some would say too long. It seems to go on for a very long time, either way, mm. wherever you arrive in it. Um, you're never really quite sure where you are in the hallway, but you always know where you are. It's bizarre, but it's it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I pull Sal in into the corridor. It's got lots of wooden panelling either side, a few sort of sconces that hold either candles or little gas lamps, depending on where you are yeah. in the hallway. So it's all kind of it's changing. It looks like one of those Scooby-Doo um, things where it kind of goes plant pot, <laughs> glam, grandfather <laughs> pot, suit of armor, plant pot, grab. Yeah, so you feel you can you get very lost very quickly, and he's he's going to pull Sal to one side and just reiterate, um, looking at him with his little froggy eyes, and say, Sal, we've 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 forgotten Gertrude's birthday. We oh. we should probably do something for Gertrude's birthday, but but what? Tell you what, let, let's round up the others and we'll, we'll have a meeting. Yes, yes, a meeting around a table. Yes, like oh. the knights of old. Ha ha ha! Sal puts their, his hand on, <laughs> on Parish's shoulder as he does get nostalgic for the old days. <laughs> we'll meet you in your kitchen. Yes, come to the kitchen immediately and I, I hop down the hallway away from Sal. All right. Um, so Sal will go and gather up our other two members of the crew for this. Uh, Gertrude, I will come to you in a second. But if we go to uh, Amelie, if that's all right. Amelie, what are you doing just now In uh, whilst, when Sal comes to get you? Hello, I'm Amelie. I am cleaning. Always cleaning. This is clean. This is also clean. This here is dirty and must be cleaned! <laughs> It's very easy to find Amelie, no matter where they are, because it's always like it's, everything's clean and then suddenly you turn a corner and it's like a whir of arms, <laughs> I like to think. <laughs> what are you currently cleaning just now, Amelie? What process are you in when Sal finds you? I am cleaning the ceiling because I have cleaned all of the floors and now the ceilings remain. But I am cleaning the dirt from the ceiling and it is falling on the floor. And then I am cleaning the floor in such a way that the dirt is flying up to the ceiling. And so um, that is why the arms are everywhere. And uh, I, I'm kind of stuck in a bit of an infinite loop of cleaning. Amazing. Uh, Sal will appear in front of you in his casual sort of style. But like, Amelie, there's a meeting in Parrish's kitchen. Uh, like, 
too sweet. Let's go. Okay, I will clean as I follow. Rumble, 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 rumble. No, no, no cleaning. But I must, but I must, I must <laughs> clean. <laughs> May I clean quickly? Uh, fine, just, just uh, like, a, like a four out of ten. Four out of ten, computing. Okay. Uh, and then we'll go to Hey Kid. Hey Kid, what are you doing at this point uh, when Sal and Amelie come and pick you up? Well, I was where Amelie was already. <laughs> I was actually hidden behind, uh, there was like a, a little corner of the bookcase that I was hidden behind. And just as Amelie finished cleaning the ceiling, I was throwing a little spitwad of paper up onto the ceiling again to see how long she'd keep it up for. <laughs> so I had the whole conversation the entire time. <laughs> I guess uh, Sal sort of has, has taken Amelie back and, and, and then just hear the rushing of feet possibly behind. It's like, oh, great, you're here. Uh, Wee! Oh! <laughs> yeah. I'll beat you to the kitchen! Shoes off uh, in the no. hallway, you dirty monster! I win! I win! I win! <laughs> So whilst this is going on, Gertrude, can you describe uh, what you're doing and what you're reading uh, within the living room? Whilst every, whilst people around you are sort of moving, you're sort of in your own little uh, world. Yeah, Gertrude's sitting like in the window seat. So like in the bay window, kind of curled up, quite small, hunched almost like she's trying to like pour herself into the book head first. And especially now that nobody is left in the room, she's dropped any kind of pretense or performance of like being a bit aloof and above it and is just blasting through pages read it before a hundred times uh, so can go through it very fast but is still uh, enjoying every page you can imagine as you're sort of quietly again in your own world you hear lots of bashing and crashing as as hey kid rushes past <laughs> followed by sal who's sort of jogging afterwards and they're probably amelie <laughs> furiously cleaning <laughs> And so, yes, so we'll head to Parrish's kitchen. Uh, Parrish, can you talk to us about, it is your kitchen, what does it look like? Um, As it's a kitchen for a frog, (laughs) um, it's actually small, Mm -hmm. um, but it's in a really big room. Right. So it's in the centre of a a normal kitchen-sized room that would serve as a whole bed and breakfast, but it's all really small. And just through the sheer power of magic, it makes everything big when you serve it up. Amazing. So it looks like you're looking through a telescope the wrong way around. <laughs> um, and that <laughs> so yeah, you you've got um it's, it looks like you're sort of in the audience of old school MasterChef, where they Amazing. were in a studio um and it's just looking down onto a, a tiny little kitchen while this frog <laughs> sort of hops around stirring pots and pans and making pastry and, and that sort of thing. You hear the door burst open. As the the rest of the team sort of comes in and shuts the door, I realised I yeah. I just went back because I've been looking at the screen where we all are, and I just went back yeah. to my character sheet. I've hit one of my bingos already. Fantastic! Describe it. So I because Hey Kid excitedly ran somewhere and they got there really fast. <laughs> they did. So, you you fit this. You fit this so well, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I knew kitchen, I was like, "Yeah, go go, Brrr, go 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 go." Person. Brilliant. Yeah. So you you arrived at uh, Sal. Uh, let's Amelie come come in and then shuts the door and it's like, oh, Parish says we've forgotten Gertrude's birthday. <gasps> when when is it? It's it's today. Today? Yes. But today's today. As it always is. But it, it's also Gertrude's birthday, which we, we have we have forgotten. So it's it's my 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 plan 
my idea is to to do a surprise birthday party and we, if we all work together then we will be able to create one of the the best birthdays she's ever had that that sounds great Parish, but you'd think she would have told us when her birthday is when she she came but she's, she's not said anything no maybe she also forgot maybe but i feel i feel i yeah no i feel i feel like we have forgotten um so so i think just to be on the safe side throw a party and mm. then if it isn't her birthday and we've got it wrong she's still got a party which I, everyone likes a party right Hello, I am Amelie. Hello, Amelie. Will throwing a party make a mess where it is thrown? Possibly. Uh, I can't. I can't promise that it'll be uh, uh, as clean as we all know you like it to be, Amelie. If you could stay away from my kitchen as as much as possible, because I clean it. I clean it myself. Um, so don't get too close. Also, it depends on how big the party is. Because if it's very, very big, it'll take a lot of us to throw it. If only one person is trying to throw it, you won't be able to throw it very far. So that would keep the mess smaller, I imagine. R- oh, sorry. Are we t- are we talking about a, a part, an actual party with like with with bunting and jousting, jousting and, and sword fights? Yeah, you know, a, a party like a, a fete or a, a fair. There'll be there'll be bards singing. Yeah, I I, I could perform my latest song. I, I can I can definitely get the guitar out. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, and I could fight everything, everything. No, it's all very structured, the fun. Um, so uh, it's a balloted sort of thing where you, you, you can't fight everyone at once. That's a brawl, which can be fun, but it's not, it doesn't have so much of a party vibe. But you, you can absolutely go in for, for some of the jousting. I assume, I assume that's what a party is, right? I think maybe that is what you think party is. But in my databases, I have many definitions for party. And perhaps Gertrude would prefer something less to do with fighting. She does not seem the type. Hmm. Hello, I'm Emily. Hi, Emily. <laughs> Hi, Emily. <laughs> Look, I, I think you're right. We don't... I mean, Gertrude's only just arrived as a player, so we don't know what she likes. So, I think we need to investigate, maybe maybe probe a little bit, but we should. we can't let on to it. For one thing I know about parties is that when they're surprised, everyone has more fun, especially the person at the centre of attention. Yes, yes. I'm also going to do a, a whoopsie because um, yep. I think it would be a good time. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try and be hip and mess up in the process. Parrish sort of makes a, a grand flourish and says, "Yes, she's she's not she's not that old. Uh, so she's she's a younger a younger person." Um, and then, <laughs> as as one of the younger, uh, I I understand the younger peoples. They often like bright brightly coloured things mm. with with uh, mu- music, music, right? Brightly brightly coloured things with music. So I think everything should be brightly coloured and musical. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. So, what I would ask, uh, Matt, if you're able to take off your headphones, we need to discuss where this party's going, and we'll wave at you when you need to come back. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> we need to figure out where this party's going to happen. We have several places. So, places we could have it. We could have it in the dining room, the piano room, the basement, the little office, the deluxe bathroom, the garden, or the kitchen. 
Don't think it should be in the kitchen. <laughs> that would that would make making the cake quite difficult. Yes, mm. and less surprising. I guess for me, like, the garden's very nice. I mean, it's getting into autumn, perhaps, but we could get a bunting. We could get lights up. We could put a stage up. And therefore, it would be colourful. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And and there's plenty of room to have fights. Yeah. And Emily, we could there could be trash bags everywhere, so you could just pick up. The litter. You don't. You don't have to clean the carpets or anything. But if I do not clean, then why would I be there to celebrate? Oh, you do know how to celebrate, right? I know how to clean. <laughs> Maybe it could be like a celebration of cleanliness, mm. and you would be part of that. I could celebrate cleanliness. I am Emily. Hello, Emily. Hello, hello, Emily. Hello, Emily. <laughs> Alternative thought. Just, mm-hmm. just gonna throw it out there. There's also the deluxe bathroom, which means we could have bubbles everywhere and also lots of water. So if Amelie wanted to be cleaning the whole time, there'd be lots for her to clean. Just going to throw it out there. Bubbles. That sounds like a dream come true. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, probably hit one of my bingos now and yep. give uh, Hey Kid a bit of fatherly advice. Although it would be uh, a great place for one person to have uh, their party, and that person would probably be Amelie. Um, <laughs> Hello, I am Amelie. Hello, Hello Amelie. This party's for Gertrude, so we need to think of the best place for her to have her party. And where, where do you think that would be? Well... I suppose the main thing I know about Gertrude at the moment is she likes to be on her own and read a book. So maybe she could be on her own and read a book and we could be there. Could she do that in the garden? The garden or maybe the little office. It's like a little nook and then we all crowd in. I see Gertrude. Some Oh, hello. I'd, I've had a problem there because apparently my computer said thought I see was Hey Siri and all the audio went to that. Um <laughs> I'm just turn that off. <laughs> hey, Emily. Um, hello, hello, Siri. Hello, Siri. <laughs> Gertrude is currently in like just a, another one of the other rooms, so she's not in any of these okay. rooms. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, good, good to check because otherwise we're like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to get rid of her. I've seen Gertrude try and read books so closely it almost looks like she wants to be inside the book. Maybe wherever we do the party, we make it like. She is inside her book. <gasps> so we need to steal oh. her book to find out what it's about. Yes. That would be brilliant. Maybe we could, there's lots of stage props and stuff down in the basement. We could dress up. I use the boxes as like, like, uh, like I think there's a castle on the front. All that's, yes. Yes. Costumes. <gasps> yes. yes. Castles. And swords. If I know anything about castles, there's always a sword nearby. In the castle. What else? What else do you need for a uh, joust? Um, you need lances and horses. Horses. Uh, knights to go on top of the horses. You need a little fence to divide the the horses that are running at each other. <laughs> um, you need um, little little. I've completely. You need pages um, to to help with the the equipment, the shields. Like like book pages. No. Generally, young younger individuals that have been forced into some sort of weird servitude. Um, I could be forced into help. some kind of weird servitude. 
<laughs> but maybe we could have Gertrude be the queen looking over things and giving her favour to the favourite knight yes. and stuff. Have her a role in it. Yes, she seems like the sort of person that would invo- like to sort of performing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. So I'm going to ask out of character, what location should we go to? Because the reason I'm asking is because Gertrude might guess where it is. And if she guesses correctly, then she's foiled the surprise party. <gasps> okay. I'm going to... Oh. I think go basement. Okay, well, the, we have said garden, but yeah, is there another room that would work? I did like the basement plan. <laughs> Let's go basement plan. Basement plan? All right, cool. Joust in a basement. Joust in a basement. Nothing can go wrong. The other thing as well, guys, we all need to give, you know, as well as like a cake to in- indicate that it's her birthday, we all need to come up with our own gift for her. All right, and just credit. So, players... I need you to write down on a blank piece of paper something that you think Gertrude would like as a gift. And then on the back of it, uh, don't tell anyone, obviously, uh, on the back of it, uh, do a three-part track on the other side. And once that track is full, you have successfully acquired the gift. Now, you don't have to be like, oh, I go to the post office, I get this or anything like that. But, you know, using the magical flavours of this amazing magical Airbnb or or breakfast uh, bed and breakfast Airbnb no, that's not the one I'm thinking of <laughs> but here's the thing you know whether you finish it or not doesn't matter as long as you know, that is your your attempt as well as getting the cake ready you're also working on your own thing as well so just putting it together and do feel free to go question Gertrude on what she might like if that's going to flavour what you're thinking of as well so I'll give you a moment to think of that and I'll get Matt back in a second so we've got to think of of something, and then the three the three part track is how we go about getting it. Yeah, it's like getting it in three parts. Like if you're making mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, getting other people to help you, and that's the other thing as well. You can do anything like flavoursome in order to get it as well. You, you don't you don't have to you know, and it, it's going to depend on the case, of course. Uh, do we fill those tracks in the same way we're filling the cake track? Exactly. Yeah. So currently, we could all fill the first one if we wanted to. Uh, but get chaos coins as well. So yes. Okay. So if we have chaos coins and you do a bingo, you can give your chaos coins to someone else. Yes, you can. But if you don't have chaos coins, the only way you can earn them is to try and fill in a track. And you have chaos coins already. You always get chaos coins no matter what you do. So like currently, we don't have chaos coins. If you go, I'm going to fill out the first track, you instantly get a chaos coin. Yeah. And then from then. If you say, I want to fill out another bit of the track. You then have to flip that coin you've got. Yeah. And then if you get uh, a heads, you succeed, but then you take another coin. So then you'll have two. Or if you fail, you do a whoopsie, but also take a coin as well. So you're going to constantly accumulate coins. And then you can always cash in five to just take a track. So that gets rid of that sort of thing. Or, you know, if you've done a bingo, you could always give it to someone else. So it's their problem. Oh, so when I did a bingo and a whoopsie earlier, that was completely pointless. This is before we started, like the the things. So now the the tracks are in play, folks. Get, oh God! <laughs> yeah, get ready for Gertrude's birthday. All right, I'll I'll get Matt back. Matt, who I wish I'd taken a screenshot of uh, when he was stood at the other end of his room with his fingers in his <laughs> ears, so he couldn't hear his every head. <laughs> Just to be absolutely sure that I'm completely out of the loop, which is so typical <laughs> of you guys. <laughs> So the current state of play is that most of us are in the kitchen. Gertrude, I will say that you've finished your current rereading and you notice that no one else is around. There maybe is a couple of guests and stuff, but there's no one else around. What would you do at this point? So Gertrude finishes Heart Sword for the 14th time 
closes the book, uh, rolls the paperback slightly and stuffs it into the like the front pouch of her hoodie, realizes that there's nobody around and there's been nobody around for quite a while. And suspiciously so. <laughs> a suspiciously long time. And I'm gonna immediately make a whoopsie. Mm-hmm. I'll also say for again, just for, for clarity, in the chapter, everyone bar Gertrude also has some other additional whoopsies we can use as well. So I'm gonna immediately make the whoopsie assume the worst of what's going on. Oh no. Uh, Gertrude <laughs> finds herself alone, realizes she's been alone for quite a while, and assumes, oh, everybody else has like gone on some sort of fun trip or something and just forgotten that I'm here and shrugs and gets up and decides to go and make herself a snack since everybody else has gone somewhere. So she mooches out of the, uh, out of the living room into the long corridor past a plant pot and a sconce and a suit of armor and another plant pot and so on <laughs> to the kitchen door uh, and tries the kitchen door. I feel like we're all just stood there dramatically looking at the door. The door to the kitchen, I don't think would ever be locked. Um, so it, it's quite possible that you're you're about to walk in on us. So f- feel free, feel free to do so. Yeah, please feel free to describe stuff again. It's, it's not necessarily initiative order if you like. Just you can jump in and just add stuff to it. So please feel free. Yep. Yeah, uh, so Gertrude tries the kitchen door. It opens, and it opens on this frozen tableau of uh, all of the other residents in mid-conversation, mid-frantic flow of of whatever it is that you were discussing. And there's a kind of a frozen moment of Gertrude looking at you all, surprised because she wasn't expecting anybody else to be here, and all of you seeing Gertrude framed in the the kitchen door. Hello. Uh, I am Emily. Hello, Uh, Gertrude. Hello, Emily. Hello, Emily. Hi, Emily. I'm here to clean... And Emily is going to do a whoopsie uh, where they refuse to diverge from their programming. And in a panic, despite the fact that they've been explicitly told not to clean the kitchen because it is kept clean by a parish, they are going to clean the kitchen. Except the kitchen is very small and Emily is pretty big. So a little door opens up at the bottom of Emily and a little, little tiny little thing rolls out and looks up and goes, And a tiny, a tiny miniature version of Emily will just start cleaning Parrish's kitchen. Ah, oh, no, ah, oh, no, what, no, stop touching the pans. Get out of the, get out of the way. You're in my way. Stop it. No, no. So this, so this isn't a good time to come and get a snack. I, you should, I, I'll be making a snack shortly once I've got rid of this confounded wooden contraption in my kitchen. I was here for a snack as well. I would like a snack. Oh God! Um, right, uh, <laughs> you you need to you need to leave now. I'm making so many attempts to try and get Mini Emily out of the kitchen, and they're all utterly <laughs> utterly failing miserably. Um, <laughs> Is Mini Emily still bigger than Parish? I'd say yes, or of an equal sizing. <laughs> oh my God, you're just tiny. You're like a teeny tiny frog. I'm seeing like a when I see frog, I think of like little tiny British frog. Um, so he's not big. He's as, not a, as big... opposed to the human-sized frogs from where? <laughs> uh, the, the giant African land frog. 
Yeah, that's in a different mm-hmm. bed and breakfast. Down yeah, the different road. Yeah. breakfast. <laughs> he he's here. Uh, I the only other real fro- I say real frog. The only other frog I was thinking of is the one from uh, Pan's Labyrinth. That's Ooh, a big frog. That is a big frog. Yeah. But I thought that would probably be a bit too big, so I just went with the the first one that came to my head, which was tiny frog. Tiny frog. Um, Sal will uh like quickly go to one of the the sort of uh, shelves and pull up a uh. A like a bag of popcorn and we'll go to uh gertrude and be like oh look here here's some popcorn um look, i i think just they're a bit uh well you know they're a bit testy today um but you know what it's fine look hey i was wondering if you could come help me with something later oh uh um like like what well you know i was just basically i've got a new song and it's just and i'm gonna do the books of getting caught up in my own drama and i'm just like you see i'm thinking of the song and well the lyrics aren't working really right. And you know what? I just, I'm really struggling. I'm, I, It's like block, essentially. And I just feel like it's just not, the, nothing rhymes with purple. Do you know anything that rhymes with purple? I, I've really got myself into a rust. I just, I tried to take, <laughs> take Gertrude away by like talking about my music, essentially. Yeah, I think Gertrude allows herself to be led at this point. Just kind of uh, happy to be, a little bit happy to be out of the, whatever chaos is going on in the kitchen. Was the popcorn bag open or is it an unopened bag of popcorn? Or is it a bowl? Uh, I think I would have opened it to be like, ah, snacks and then go. So, yeah. As you're heading out, um, Hey Kid is going to run up, grab, uh, like jump up and grab a massive handful as big as they can of popcorn, probably making a mess. Sorry, Emily. (laughs) Um, And then run down the corridor in the opposite direction. Sounds good. All right. So we've split up the party. Excellent. What would folks like to do? Please just jump in about stuff. So we've got a cake to make uh, and we've got our own gifts to make and poor Gertrude's got has to wonder where this party's being held and try and suss out things. My intention was to try and head to the room that Gertrude was in beforehand but uh, it depends on whether Sal is leading Gertrude to that. Yeah well, I mean, I'm so in my own drama I'm leading her <laughs> to my room just to be like oh. sure yeah yeah, uh, hey kid, I'm going to run down the, the corridor, try and find the room that Gertrude was in before and have a good old nose around. I'm pulling, like, like there's papers, lifting the papers up. I'm searching under chairs. I'm looking on all the bookshelves. I am trying to find a copy of Gertrude's book. And you do easily, heart sworn. It's sort of been left on the side, but by the time you finish with this room, <laughs> it's just like everything's like, ah, here it is. And you pick it up like, like Excalibur-esque, surrounded Ooh. by <laughs> rubbishness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm just going to flick through it, but I think I'm not really paying proper attention. I don't have time to read it, and it's not my favourite book. I don't know all the words, so I'm kind of just looking at the pictures to see what's going on in the pictures. Very good. Um, Matt, do you have any particular images in your head that you can think of? That then Would there be pictures? Maybe I'm just flicking forever. I, th- I think there's there's pictures, but that uh, like they might not be very exciting to Hey Kid because they're uh, they're not in color. They're like mm-hmm. the kind of um, black and white line drawings that you that you get in sort of paperback novels, um, almost like engraving style, quite stylized and kind of not necessarily depicting full scenes with backgrounds, but more like moments between characters. So like the moment when the princess reveals her disguise and the moment when the evil emperor is uh, run through by his own lieutenant and so on. Mm. Nice. That's the kind of stuff that I was looking for. So I think 
at the end of that, I'm like, great. And then I'm going to put the book back really carefully. So the room is in chaos, but the book is pristinely exactly where it was. So slotting it back into the pouch of Gertrude's hoodie, which she took off and left on the window seat. Right. Okay, cool. So that's back there. I'm assuming that Parrish's newspaper was also left or did Parrish take, did you take your newspaper with you? I left the newspaper. The newspaper's still there. I'm going to bundle all that uh, and take it with me and scurry away. Hopefully carefully fold it. Um, no, I'm bundling yeah. it. It's bundled. I've got it. It's mine now. <laughs> the other thing about the book that I don't know whether Hey Kid will have noticed is that some pages are dog-eared. Oh, okay. But I don't know whether Hey Kid would have paid attention to that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe because they were looking for the the most obvious noticeable thing about the book without having to read it. So if there's dog ears, then that's probably the pages they would have flicked to. Mm-hmm. Um, are there particular like rough paragraph descriptions that you hmm. think that she would have dog like dog eared over? I would be happy to open that to the floor to anybody who has any thoughts Ooh. of like a particular chapter or scene. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, Parish, Emily, is there any anything that you could think of for this? I think there might be like a page where um, there's a particularly good fight scene in it, or some sort of dramatic happening within the story. Yeah, maybe uh, like a, a fight between uh, an evil wizard and a knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think on top of that, then a couple of pages on, then it's like that reveal in Lord of the Rings. It's like, I am no, like, you know, no <laughs> yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. uh, it's the, the princess after all. Uh, so there's like a big reveal. And I, I think as well, any outfits, are they're, they're line drawings, but they're beautifully detailed. So there'll be like mm-hmm. corsages, there'll be beautiful ball gowns and 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 like i said the knights as well looking in shiny armor so that it i think like detailed but obviously black and white and that's it. so there's nothing eye catchy yeah. but you've got a good sense of what the outfits are uh what would be expected if there was like a, a um a joust perhaps or something like that great i'm now an expert on jousting um yep. <laughs> i have uh great like ideas for what the outfits should look like but no idea about what the colors are supposed to be like i love yeah. that <laughs> just to say to folks as well if you're like oh i've ticked something off do say it out loud and then do the flipping of the cards as well so if you feel i think that counts as one of my one of your items one of my items so yeah you get that for free so you tick that and you Woo! take a chaos coin so that's good um amelie what would you be doing you're cleaning up farish's <laughs> tiny kitchen <laughs> well mini amelie is is tidying up the kitchen uh, maxi amelie is dealing with the popcorn and as they pick it all up they're threading it onto lots of threads really, really quick. And when they've picked it all up, they kind of like shake it like a duvet. And suddenly it becomes like the amount of popcorn was relatively small, but on a shake, magically, this popcorn is created into like, you know, those little popcorn like streamers, (laughs) like decorations. Yeah. And it turns (laughs) around and go, decorations? Currently, Parrish is hitting um, Mini Amelie with uh, a wooden spoon, much in the same way as Yoda hits R2 with his little uh, walking stick. He's like, get off, stop! Um, To absolutely no avail whatsoever. And he briefly looks up and sees the decorations and pauses and goes, oh, it's, uh, yes, it's it's good, yes, no, uh, that's actually, yes, lovely. Well, well done. I think that's a perfect opportunity for Amelie to use one of their bingos, which is receive a thank you awkwardly. Yes! Hey. Amelie, do more than clean. 
Emily improving. And Emily will put that down. And um, Mini Emily will roll up to Parrish. Mini Emily improve too. Mini Emily clean kitchen. Now cake can be made. Mini Emily would like to help. Uh, no, I don't need any help. Uh, I'm fine as I am. Thank you. Uh, I think it would be best if you uh, retreated to the confines of your uh, larger counterpart, please. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Mini Emily wishes to be protective member of party team. <laughs> Just not in my kitchen. Oh. Mini Emily will be sous chef. Oh. <laughs> no! It's Paris, everything going behind him. I would like to tick off the first track of the cake track with yes. uh, Mini Emily not waiting for permission and gathering ingredients and very neatly laying them in front of Paris. Perfect, yes. Yeah, so you can tick that off, we'll tick that off, and you mm-hmm. get a, a coin for that as well, your chaos coin. Paris, is there anything you'd like to do in your kitchen? Yeah, you've, you've got help. <laughs> from, from more ways than one. <laughs> God help. Um, yes, unfortunately, I do. Um, well, seeing Mini Emily collect the the ingredients with such um, skill and precision, um, Parrish is a little bit taken aback because he, he doesn't he doesn't want people helping in the kitchen. But this is the first time someone's helped, and it's actually he's he's kind of it's kind of like corrected his own sort of mental sort of general parameters of life he's, he's, he's expanded his boundaries um and he's he's just gonna go oh well, it's, it's very uh it's very 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 nice of you to to help um thank, thank you thank you very much you seem to be doing very well with the um with the the, the gathering of ingredients and uh i was i was wondering I was wondering if uh, you would would like uh, assistance in not just gathering of ingredients, but also the uh, the preparation of the cake. And I'm going to invite Minnie Emily to assist me in um, starting to make the the cake batter. And as such, I'm going to tick off a box in the cake making thing, which I think I can do. Yep. For free. Yep. Yep. You so get a coin. Absolutely. That's unfortunate that mm-hmm. I've got a coin now, but we do have. <laughs> A bit of cake made, which is ideal. It's like the beginning of British Bake Off, where it's like, do 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 do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Before the tense yeah. music kicks in. Yeah, yeah. Before that small child comes out. <laughs> Somewhere in the distance, hey kid is just like soon. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like the hey kids uh, incoming sound is a bit like the Tasmanian devil. You just see this like whoa incoming, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask, uh, Parish? Because you're sort of put, you've got the ingredients together mm. with the help of Emily. What kind of cake are you going to make, or what you're trying to make? You know, like the Bake Off. You have like here is the image of what it should be, uh, just as the way of creating it. And also bearing in mind that like this is a, sl- a slightly like Studio Ghibli inspired game, and there's that whole thing about how the food in Studio Ghibli mm. films always looks incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a special occasion. So I'm bringing out the big guns and I'm I'm going for because I don't know I don't know Gertrude's favorite cake I'm going for a staple that I know pleases absolutely everyone. Ooh. So it is a three-tiered um red velvet cake. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's got raspberry cream filling that's going to go in it as well. So you've kind of got the sweetness of the cream, but the, the tartness of the raspberry. Um, you're going to have buttercream icing all around the top of it. Um, and then on the top, I think I'm going to try and create uh, Gertrude's face in fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Not in icing, in fruit. <laughs> like one of those old school paintings where yeah. they've got the men made out of like the old um, sort of vegetable, yeah. vegetables yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait for you to describe how it looks in the end. <laughs> so that's the plan. That's, that's the, plan. the plan. Excellent. I like the idea that you've drawn it up and you're yeah, just oh, showing Amelie there. Yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, and you coloured, it's, it's coloured and everything. Like I've gone to, into far too much detail to the point where I wasted yeah. time on this. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So I think this is probably a whoopsie for me in as much as I've, uh, I've lost track of reality while getting caught up in a flight of fancy. Um, <laughs> and I've, I've like drawn up my plans for a cake rather than just explaining it and making it. <laughs> Amazing. That is perfect. I love the idea too that Parrish has done this like um, artistic rendering of what the cake is going to look like, exactly like the kind of the art they have on Bake Off. But Amelie is going to interpret it like a schematic <laughs> or a blueprint. Yes. She's got the side elevation, the, the plane elevate, all of that. Yeah, it's not only just uh, ingredients. There's also like all the equipment, all the floating things that you've, and all the sticks. Yeah, 100%. So Sal is sort of taking Gertrude to um, his space. It's near the top of the house and you open it and it is a very sort of, I don't want to say stereotypical, but there are bean bags. Uh, <laughs> like, it's all it's very purple, lots of drapes and stuff like that. Uh, there's a vinyl uh, player with all these records and stuff, and he's like, "No, just sit down, just sit down." Okay, I'm gonna, like, when you think of of music, and I'm gonna do, um, oh yeah, I'm gonna make light of something of something important. I'm like, when when you when you think of music, Gertrude, like what 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 is it? What do you like? What is it that you find you like? Oh, that's a great song. Gertrude actually pauses on the threshold because uh, this is actually like Gertrude has not been here at the B&B for very long. Gertrude mm-hmm. still lives uh, on top of the dryer in the laundry and doesn't have a room of her own. And this is actually the first time she's seen any of the other residents own oh. living spaces. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and so she pauses like she, she's following. She's following Sal kind yep. of automatically, but then kind of pauses on the threshold, almost like the doorway is a physical wall in front of her realizing that she's about to step into this like another person's space that is big and nice and feels like sal in a way that her own space doesn't feel like hers yet yeah because i guess for you gertrude you've got a very small space Mm -hmm. so you only have very much sal space it's it's not like super massive but there are put it this way there are clothes on the floor there are (laughs) there are books that are like all over there's like I know, horrific, but there are like vinyls slightly out of their cases on the floor. And so it's like tipping down and it's, oh, yeah, and it just clears things out, giving you space, but you're surrounded by stuff, which is all sort of sell like. So I can imagine it's like, yeah, come in, come in, sit down, sit down, sit down. I want to try and tick a track. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I have a special you're all being very suspicious track. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And because I don't have any coins, I automatically succeed. You do, you do. So I, I, I tick this track when I want someone to listen to me long enough to ask them a question. Sal starts asking asking his questions, but Gertrude is pausing on the on the threshold of the room, only half listening to that, and and counters with a question of her own. Sal, what's going on? You never let anyone in here. You never. Why are you being so nice to me? 
What's this all about? So Sal's like, oh no, <laughs> inside. <laughs> I'm going to do a, a bingo. Speak from the heart and light up the world. Well, you know, it's kind of... I know you're new to Xavers, and I know you're, you know, it's it's a little bit tough just now, but I just want to get to know you more. And I... I I really need your input on stuff. I think I think you've got a keen input because all the others they they don't get it. They don't get it. You you'd get it though. And I think I I, I want I'd love to hear what your opinion is. And I I then settle into my own beanbag, which is very grubby and stained, not for any other reason that there's just like plates around and stuff like that. Nothing <laughs> gross. <laughs> what 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 could you possibly mean? <laughs> I'm just a musician, you know. Um, I take it. I take it. Amelie's not allowed in here. Oh, if the door is shut, there's like a. a Does it need cleaning? There's like a do not disturb sign that I fashioned so that Amelie never comes in. And if you, if you come into the room a little bit more, you can if you look up to sort of like I'd like to think that maybe it's a, like a side uh, roof or something like that. There are a ridiculous amount of instruments. Uh, there's like accordions. There's like a, a lots of different kinds of guitars. There's even a triangle on the walls, but it's it's like oh, like looking up. So it's quite impressive. But maybe you get the sense that Sal try something. Is that like, yeah, yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a bit like how Parrish is in the kitchen, but with music instruments. So yeah, so, so Sal sort of sits down in the beanbag next to like a a, a double bass <laughs> and maybe an oboe off to one side. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, respecting the bingo, um, Gertrude takes a little step into the room um, and, like, doesn't realise she's doing it probably, but, like, uh, resettles her mask a bit more, like, balanced on her face, tips her head forward so all of her hair falls, like, half over her face as well, so she's extra, extra protected as she walks into this space and, like, awkwardly nestles down onto one of the bean bags. She's at that age where, like, she seems to have too many knees and elbows as she folds herself down into this bean bag, puts her hands on her knees and looks up at all these instruments and actually processes the question that she was asked in the first place and says, I don't really know. I, I just, I think music's always best when it's loud. Loud music. That's good. Any, any particular, like, do you have a favourite, like, like, is it just is it just scream metal or is it jazz? Fiona knows all about music, by the way. <laughs> I think as you say scream metal, you just hear like because I'm assuming uh, Gertrude has closed the door. You just yes. hear a, as like as, <laughs> as hey kid kind of runs screaming down the corridor past the door. Exactly. Yeah, a hundred percent. Do you like one person singing or lots of people singing? Yeah, the more the better, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a bingo and yeah. uh, get excited about something new. Not really something that Gertrude's thought much about, but now that she's been asked the question and is this in is in this room with somebody who's keenly listening and excited about the subject and with all these instruments everywhere, it's like yeah, more people singing, more people singing loudly and uh, and screaming like they mean it and the uh, as like organs church organs dueling and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh sounds like uh -oh. <laughs> might need to go into the, the big loft for that <laughs> i like those big drums and huge cymbals uh, and it's just like naming all of the the loudest instrument instruments that she can think of 
Nice, nice, nice. So Sal will, I will tick off my first item thing and take a thing because I'm doing market research. Uh, I'm going to, I have a coin and I've just bingoed, so I'm going to give you that coin, Fiona. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I will take it. So I have two coins now. So who would like to take this off now? So obviously we've got Gertrude with Sal upstairs chatting stuff. At any point, Gertrude, feel free to leave. <laughs> You're not stuck with me. Um, but uh, obviously, hey, kid, Amelie and Parrish, what are you guys doing? Anyone can take the narrative up to this point. I'm going to run down to the kitchen and come and uh, and bother Parrish and uh, and Amelie again. So Hey Kid is going to run in with Parrish's newspaper all kind of scrunched and bundled into a big ball and be like, um, do you remember where we left the, the paints? I need paints and glue and sweets, lots of sweets. Uh, 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 I have tidied uh, them away into the forbidden items cupboard. Great. I'll go there. <laughs> 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 Runs away. Wait. <laughs> Emily will roll fast away while leaving Mini Emily in the kitchen. Uh, Emily, can you describe what the forbidden items cupboard is? Like, what does it look like, and what possibly things could we find in there? The forbidden items cupboard is a large steel door. <laughs> Uh, looks like a bank vault and um, it basically contains everything that Hey Kid has managed to make the worst messes with. It's like messes so bad that Amelie's programming has determined that the only way for those messes to be cleaned is for them to have never have happened. Strangely, things keep managing to find their way out of the forbidden items cupboard. And Emily still has not worked out why, but they are put back in with as much speed as they seem to be removed. (laughs) Is one of the items glitter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Parrish has um, discovered that there's nothing he can cook that can include hundreds and thousands. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, but I think as Amelie is rolling down the corridor after Hey Kid, uh, Hey Kid takes a sudden turn and like dives down, and there is a grating in the floor, like between the legs of one of the suits of armor. And Hey Kid is like John McClaning through a vent into <laughs> the uh, the the cupboard of forbidden things. Oh, very cool. Nice. Very cool. This is the 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 clumsiest they've been about it because usually. They're pretty good at making sure Amelie doesn't see, but they're so like driven and excited and focused on like, oh, I gotta get the things. So, what are you looking for in the forbidden cupboard then, Hey Kid? Like, what was it that you you primarily like? I guess yeah. almost like Indiana Jones, Lost mm. Crusade style. What is it that you reveal when you get into things? Like, what is it like? What are you looking for? The the vent hatch opens, like, and and um and Hey Kid kind of wriggles out. And there's the shelves everywhere. I think this is like room of requirements, surprisingly large. Um, mm-hmm. Like like TARDIS bigger on the inside than it is on the end. It looks like a cupboard, steel door as described, uh, bank vault door. But actually on the inside, it could be a small warehouse, like a, ga- well, a garage size. And there are shelves and shelves and shelves. And the specific things that they're looking for right now are um, glue and paints and probably glitter. To, mm-hmm. to go with it like we're talking arts and crafts supplies here 
and they're going to be trying to sneak in and get those things and leave with them rather than sit in the room and mm-hmm. do the crafting in there. Awesome, yeah. So like, you, you reveal it and you can see it. There's like impossibly long like big shelves and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the different things and stuff like that uh yeah if you i i would suggest at this point like you could try and get something on your uh your item track i have one chaos coin so i need to flip yep. it yep you need to flip it for us what am i aiming for again heads heads you need to succeed heads uh, it is a tails it is a tails. so unfortunately you must do a whoopsie and then take uh, another chaos coin okay so i think that um I'm, I'm assuming it's Amelie still following Hey Kid down the corridor. Yeah, while all this is happening, you can hear the very fast turning of one of those little rotating locks clicking yeah. to, <laughs> to open it. And I imagine just as the whoopsie happens, there is a big creaking as the door swings open. Like, I think what it is, is that actually there are other paintbrushes, but the one that Hey Kid really wants to use is actually at the top of the shelf. And there is that kind of Indiana Jones style, like light beam. Showing of like that's the paintbrush, and I've got to climb, and I do so. And just as I get near the top, I'm distracted by the sound of the vault opening, panic, and the whole shelf starts to wobble and comes crashing down. And it's like dominoes, like the next shelf over goes as well. So there's just chaos, glitter, art supplies, like nuts and bolts. There's more popcorn as well for some reason (laughs) Um, one of the things was like a basket of just shiny rocks and there's a a jar of uh (laughs) i know they said locusts then it's not a jar of locusts it could be it could be yeah maybe yeah sure there's a jar of locusts as well that's just (laughs) like crashed and opened and um amelie walks into hey kid having a full on like they're older than than two but a full-on two-year-old meltdown. Oh. Absolute meltdown, screaming, like, fists thumping the floor. I, I just love Amelie opening on it, like Studio Ghibli style, just stuff, like, a wave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Amelie is now covered in glitter and, like, stickers. <laughs> stickers. And two little yeah. windscreen wipers appear on their face <laughs> and just... <laughs> You're going to be seeing that glitter forever. Yeah, you're going to have glitter throughout, not even just the end of this chapter, for all future chapters, because it'll yeah. always be something. <laughs> Permanent addition to the character sheet. Can I jump in here and switch the scene quickly? Sal and Gertrude are jamming, mm-hmm. using a variety of the things off the wall. And uh, as we go, uh, Gertrude's getting actually really into it and like out of her head for a little for, for a little while and just keeps going... More noise, louder, louder, more noise. And just at the biggest, like, more noise. There is this almighty crash from downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, instantly I'm going to do a whoopsie, which is like, stay chill when I shouldn't. (laughs) 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 I'm like, that's that's the beauty of this place. This is the ambience. Isn't it great? And then in my head going, ah, what are they doing? (laughs) And it, sadly, it's just broken the spell for Gertrude and she's suddenly like, like that noise has taken her out of the room that she's in and gone like, oh God, I'm in somebody's room taking up space and like taking up their time and they probably don't want me to be there. Uh, I'm being a nuisance. Uh, and she just sort of looks around for an exit and sees the empty popcorn bag uh, and goes, uh, um, I'm going to go get us more snacks and whips out of the door downstairs towards the kitchen. 
uh, yeah, by the time you go, uh, 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 <laughs> I just stopped stuck there. <laughs> um, I think we should cut to the kitchen where maybe we find Parrish and Minnie Amelie both wearing those little chef hats, the little white pointy up yes. ones. <laughs> yes. Um, that's, that is very much one of the things that, that Parrish wears when he's in, because he's got to keep all of his hair under the hat. Otherwise, you wouldn't want uh, you wouldn't want to get in the food, would you? It strikes me that either Parrish or Minnie Amelie, they're both like the right size to do a ratatouille on a yes. like a yeah. human sized chef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the 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 cakes are in the oven and that's all going well. And I'm gonna do something pretty pretty wild and leave Minnie Amelie in charge because I've. <laughs> I've got to go and find my gift. So I'm I'm going to leave her in charge because I'm like, you don't have to do anything. You've just got to wait. Oh, I'll no. be back. Oh, no. What could go wrong, guys? Uh, you said it. You, said you had it. to say it. What could possibly go wrong? Um, and I'm going to head off in the direction of the laundry room to see if I can find uh, find my gift. I'm going to hop down, down the hallway and uh, yeah, see, see if I can find find my gift in the laundry room. Are you doing anything specific to look for your gift? Because uh, if so, we can do your flipping of the coins now. And, and yeah, now well, w- once I get there, it's ostensibly just checking through the laundry to see if I can find the item that I want. Ooh, I like it. All right, go on. How many chaos coins have you got? I've luckily only got the one. All right, um, go for it. So here goes nothing. I'm going to flip a coin. Da, 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 da. It's a head. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that is one tick uh, on my little track. I pick yep. up another chaos coin. I figure. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Do I do anything else? Well, you could describe a little bit, like what? Oh. You know, yeah, yeah. Just a bit of flame, because you've actually have succeeded in what you were doing. So you you would have seen Parish hop into the the laundry room. There's sort of like big vats of uh, of water, sort of like steaming away where things are being cleaned and um, things are getting churned around and you just see him dive into a one of the piles of, of washing that are sort of on the on the floor in the surrounding thing and you see things getting like thrown out so you see like a pair of pants um a sock um <laughs> a pillowcase he gets stuck in a pillowcase for a bit and sort of like hops around in it <laughs> it's like a ferret in a bag and eventually he, he I'm not going to say what the item is because I want to keep it a secret, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finds the item and he very neatly folds it up and he puts it in a little satchel that he carries around with him because obviously he's not wearing any clothes because he's a frog. Um, but he's, <laughs> uh, that would be ridiculous. You've really um, got your hat on. You've got your chef's uh, hat on. Yeah. I've taken the chef's hat off because oh, I'm not in the kitchen. I right, can only, of course. I mean, come on. You don't wear a chef's hat outside of a kitchen, do you? That, that's why you are chef and I'm yeah. the night porter. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's these little sort of like nuances that people just don't understand uh, mm-hmm. are very important. So he puts that in his little satchel and he hops off down the hallway back to the kitchen, hopefully to find that nothing's on fire. So um, one of uh, the lines of Amelie's programming says, uh, always busy yourself with labour. So... The instructions stay there and do nothing does not compute uh, and goes directly against Emily's programming and indeed mini Emily's programming. So the moment Parrish has left, Emily decides that uh, they must clean. And it's always good practice to clean as you go. 
and uh, so they do a bit of that. And then there is, well, the cleaning's done, that's easy. But the next step that was on the plan was icing. So Minnie Emily is going to attempt to make the icing for the cake and fill in another track and yes. um, and uh, flip a coin to Look see how that, how that goes. Oh my God. I'm genuinely getting quite stressed. It's tails. No! Oh! <laughs> Why? All right. So do I get another chaos coin? You get another chaos coin and you have to do a whoopsie. Right, and now a whoopsie happens. There are party foul whoopsies as well. Don't forget, folks. So if there's oh no, there's a perfect, up. there's a perfect whoopsie uh, in my right, standard so. whoopsie list, which is sweep up something that needed to stay put. Oh, um, <laughs> oh no! So, <laughs> Minnie and Emily, busying themselves with cleaning, turns around to do the icing and cannot find any of the icing components as they have swept them all away. Oh no! And so. Now there is no icing, and we'll have to think of something else. As you enter Parish, um, you just hear Minnie Emily say, Error! Icing sugar not found! Error! Water not found! Error! 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 Error. Oh no! Did you sweep up the water? <laughs> All of the water, every water swept. <laughs> All water. Water is gone. <laughs> So dry. <laughs> yeah. No moistness. <laughs> Terrible for a frog. I feel like it would be uh, the most chaotic and dramatic if Gertrude arrives at the kitchen at the same time as Parrish. <laughs> With an empty popcorn bag. As Parrish is coming back from the laundry room to the kitchen, you can start to hear the error, error, error from the kitchen. And you also see Gertrude coming the other way. Sort of holding the popcorn bag, still hiding behind her hair, and being like, oh, hey, Parrish, just uh, just heading to get some snacks. Uh, 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 um, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> um, <I've... laughs> That's from one of the guests upstairs. <laughs> That's just the uh, the army of rabbits wearing tiny outfits, just from outside, you just hear them going, oh! One moment. I'm, I think there's uh, something uh, that's, that's going wrong in the kitchen. So I don't think it's safe. Yes, yes. I, 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 I it's not safe. So one, one moment, Gertrude, and I will be right out when you can. Uh, I'd oh. like to tick my suspicion track some more. No. Oh yeah, because you don't have a coin because you gave it to me. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm playing this game. No, Matthew. <laughs> no, don't play the game. This is where we fell foul. The rest of us are just creating carnage, and carnage, <laughs> and Matt is actually playing the game. <laughs> We're trying separately, <laughs> just not together. <laughs> so Gertrude wants Parrish to listen to her long enough to ask a question, and because I don't have any coins, you have to answer. Um, so uh, Gertrude fixes Parrish with a look, with the one eye that you can see through the mask and the curtain of hair. It's like. Parish, why why are you all trying to keep me out of the kitchen? Is it is it because is it because I'm not really a resident here and so I'm not supposed to be eating stuff from the cupboards? Oh no, not at all, not at all. Uh, that uh, that uh, that that that's not the case at all. No, what it is is we are having a bad day in the kitchen, and it's just uh, not. Uh, conducive for you to be in it right now. But it's not personal. 
There's nothing I can do to help, though. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. You are a clever cookie. Um, I think the best thing for you to do right now is... Sorry, you, you, you wanted more snacks, is that correct? I mean, that's why I came down, but if there's, like, a kitchen emergency, then... Uh, okay, oh, God. <laughs> Go for it. No, this is all right. This is a bingo. Hey! Um, one of Amelie's bingos is to silently solve a problem. And while stuck in this loop of error, uh, a salient word kind of got through, which was cookie, which was something small and easy to solve that Amelie can do. A little while after the word cookie is put out into the world, Amelie just appears with a platter of cookies uh, next to uh, Parrish and presents snacks to Gertrude. Is this Amelie or mini Amelie? Oh, this is mini Amelie, so it presents up to Gertrude. <laughs> and now these, I guess, were very small and now very big. So mini Amelie is holding them above their head like Hercules holding something or Atlas holding the world, maybe. Just <laughs> a giant thing of cookies. And we'll just come back and go, hello, mini Amelie. And just presents them to Gertrude. So Gertrude now has the snacks that she was coming Hi, mini Amelie. Hi, mini Amelie. Hi, mini Amelie. Uh, <laughs> thank you. And... <laughs> All the tokens that Amelie have uh, are now Gertrude's. Have fun with those matches. Ah, How many is that? Is that two, do you say? Two, yeah. Oh, that's a lot of tokens suddenly. Thank you, Matt, for reminding us this is a game with mechanics that we can play. <laughs> <laughs> Let's switch to Hey Kid then, dealing with the Amelie stuff. So, yeah, go for it, Matt. Uh, Undercutting the, the conversation that, that Parrish and Gertrude were having, you could probably just hear in the background just the very faint, like down the corridor, around the corner, three times removed and up down the stairs. You can just hear that, like just the <laughs> proper meltdown screaming um, at Amelie, like, you ruined everything! Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, Amelie opened door. Amelie did not ruin there, there. Pat, 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 pat. All I wanted was the paintbrush and you had to put it away somewhere where I couldn't reach it and now I can't do anything that I need to do. Ah! Pat, pat, paintbrush will retrieve. Paintbrush must stop crying. Crying is mess, must clean mess. Paintbrush received. Paintbrush presented. Just picks up a handful of popcorn and just kind of throws it petulantly down on the floor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Unusual form of mess. Not physical, but emotional mess. <laughs> Computing. Computing. Children are calmed by cuddles. And swaddling. And uh, all of Amelie's arms containing all of their implements shoot out from oh. all various angles. Oh, no. And <laughs> give oh, a kid uh, the hug of their lives. Wow. I want one of them to be a little spinny toilet brush. Yes. <laughs> yep. Ugh. It absolutely is. It's too close to the face. As well, <laughs> I think Hey Kid is kind of in in the and the 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 big hug. All of the arms does actually help, and Hey Kid is kind of breathing more properly. I think it's one of those um like 
the toddler temper tantrum meltdowns, they can just get into the a place where they forget to actually breathe and they clock out of the, the present moment. So I think all of the arms just wrapping around Hey Kid shocks them back into a, oh, I'm, I'm back in this space, kind of wake up and, and breathing. And they just kind of look up at Emily. Does Emily have a face or just a big log? Uh, We said it had a big kind of circular, kind of not really a face, um, but there's something. I guess talking to Emily is probably like uh, mocap actors talking to uh, tennis balls on sticks. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting the the same amount of feedback. But I like the idea because you've got you've got stickers now on you, so there maybe like is a face <laughs> yeah. you can make out of it a little yeah. bit, yeah. but not not quite though. <laughs> well, I did say that little windscreen wipers. So clearly there are some mm. sort of visual sensors, so you can you see they currently have eyes of a sort. So yeah, hey kid is is breathing, looks up at Emily, and is like, "I'm sorry, I made a mess. I was just trying to get the things for the present." I did not mean to make the mess as as I did it. If these are the things I'm not allowed because they make a mess, could you show me how to do the painting without making a mess? This is the best question anyone has asked Amelie. Hello, I am Amelie. Hello, Emily. Hello, Emily. Hello, Emily. One of you are that. <laughs> These are just other guests coming in and out. <laughs> we will go to the playroom that was made for you, and we will paint, and maybe you can help Emily make present for Gertrude. You have creativity. Emily has programming. Perhaps together... We will work well. Maybe we can program creativity into Amelie. Hmm. Amelie would like that. After we do painting, okay? Yes, that is a logical progression of events. Okay, and I'm going to scoop up all of the, the paints. Oh, Amelie hasn't let you go. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Amelie's just turning around and just taking it with her. <laughs> Emily, Emily, we need the supplies. We need the supplies, Emily. We need the... <laughs> yes, supplies. <laughs> um, I think the supplies are covering Amelie right now. Yeah. Fair enough. I will uh, yeah, allow myself to be <laughs> frog-marched to the playroom. Like, Amelie's happy to help hey kid out but the smallest amount of time hey kid spends in in their forbidden (laughs) cupboard the happier emily will be um and i would like to tick a track of my present um because this is getting help to be creative and i don't have any tokens because i gave them all to matt so tick (laughs) nice yeah excellent work but i get one right for doing that yes you get one for ticking one yeah and you also get my two because you've agreed to show me how to do creative stuff oh, no. without making a mess okay. i've got three then sorry well that's gonna really help the cake track alex we're sorted <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile upstairs in sal's room sal is like i'm sure it's fine that they've got it okay and now it's like it's starting to write stuff on various notepads and stuff like that like bits and pieces like trying to like it almost gets to a point where it's like a conspiracy board, like oh, this verse here. No, ah, oh, rubbish. You know, so I'm gonna try and do another tr- uh, thing for my uh, 
gift, but I have two um, two coins. All right, so the first coin is it's a tail, so I'm gonna fail. Um, I have to do a whoopsie and take another coin, so I'm on three coins now. Oh, oh dear! Uh, Find a way to give them to Matt. He cannot. <laughs> he cannot be allowed to progress. <laughs> Could you use a foil? Do you want to? Do you want like a guest to play off? Yeah, I'll have a guest there. Uh, so yeah, Matt, do you want to come in as a guest? I'm just scrolling through them and trying to work out who would be appropriate. That's fine. I'm going to use a, a whoopsie from the chapter. So I'm going to panic and second guess myself and come up with a way worse gift as a result. <laughs> Aww. Uh, so I'm just like, oh God, God. And then whenever this guest sort of maybe passes the room, because I think the door mm-hmm. is still open, you can see Sal is surrounded not only by like various bits of notepad and, and words, just random words like cake, birthday, <laughs> Gertrude. But there's also all, the, all ah. the music things I've pulled down off the wall trying to do stuff. I'm, I'm surrounded in my own mess of my own, and I'm just sat there heads in hands going, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Monday passes by the by Sal's door. The fairy dream merchant uh, who uses they them pronouns, who I've picked specifically because they have a bingo, gives cynical advice as a no. quote free tip. Excellent. Uh, so I wonder if Monday plays a part in uh, Sal second guessing his idea. No, just passes by and is like, knock knock. Uh, I uh, there was nobody on the night manager's desk. So Monday. Uh, hope you don't mind me just coming up here and saying hi. Hi. What you working on there? Oh, it's. Uh, it, it's- Come in, come in. I <laughs> shut the door. Like, there's no space at all. Um, <laughs> this is intimate. <laughs> it's, um, you got to keep this as a secret, but it's Gertrude's birthday and we've all forgotten. And I was trying to come up with a really cool, unique gift. And now I can't, it's gone, man. I, the mute, the music, it's not coming to me. I, I, my gift's rubbish. I knew there was a reason I drifted this way into this room. Oh. You need something. You need a dream, my friend. <gasps> And I can help you out. Yeah, you really, really. Well, uh, yes, anything, anything, anything. I mean, you, your your service here at the at the B and B has been so good. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice for free. Oh, fantastic! I, yeah, I, any any. You know what? I I really could do with a hand right now. Gertrude, she's the one who. She's the new resident. She's she's living above the the laundry thing just now because we're trying to get her room for her and all that sort of thing. Uh, Laundry dryer girl. Yeah, that's her. That's her. Uh, Gertrude is her name, though. So what you're going to want to do is everybody likes to spruce up their living space. And that room is just going to smell like fresh laundry all day. So you're going to want to get her like a scented candle that that (gasps) smells of something different. You know, people get scented candles that smells of fresh laundry, but she smells fresh laundry all the time. So you're going to want something that smells something a little bit different. She wants something smelly. Right. Yeah, because I... I, I, I mean, for me, when I get something smelly, I think that's a comment on what I smell like. But if you think it will work for Gertrude, then I, yeah, totally. Oh do yeah, that. you're clear. You're just not keyed into the teenage mindset, my friend. Right, right, excellent. That's why you need this. You need the the extra eyes and ears on this problem. Monday, <laughs> they're holding both their shoulders and like, <laughs> thanks, and then like, <laughs> open the door and I rush out, leaving Monday in my room. <laughs> <laughs> I just head towards uh I'll head towards to one of the bathrooms. We were outside the kitchen with a big plate of cookies, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think Parrish is 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 going to be very happy with Mini Emily. He's not aware of the other stuff that's happened just yet, <laughs> but he's very surprised and delighted that 
as if on cue, the, the cookies of a rise. He goes, ah, ha-ha! Well, you, you could say that this is the way that the cookie has crumbled. <laughs> if cookie has crumbled, Amelie must clean! No, 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 the cookies are... Sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, I've, um, I've right. Uh, Rabbits sorry. in little outfits outside the window going, Right, okay. Why is it just you? Take those to your, to your favourite spot, Gertrude, and, uh, and have a little sit down. Because um, I, I think, I think um, Minnie Amelie um, was having a bit of a problem. So I, I think we should, we should go and sort that out. Okay. Oh, but I—I I mean, I can't eat all of these. This is like a huge plate of cookies. I'll take them round, everyone. I'll—I'll—I'll I'll, oh. I'll see if I can find everyone and offer them all a cookie. I've always said that that being generous is one of the best things that you can be. That's my little bit of 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 wisdom for you. Uh, <laughs> it's uh and that's a bingo from me. So uh, there you go, Matt. Have uh, have two chaos coins. Oh yeah! no. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never get rid of them all. Um, stacking them up. <laughs> racking them, stacking them. Yeah, but you don't um, want him so to get yeah. five, though. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, how many have you got? I've got five. <gasps> oh, no, no! <laughs> Wick, you go back into the kitchen. Can't ask you questions. Go, 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 go. go. <laughs> and then I, sc- I, I hop very quickly into the kitchen with and um, sort of pushing Minnie Amelie in the same direction. And the door shuts like... Phew. Yeah. Gertrude's just left in the long corridor, holding a plate of cookies. Did you not want one? Uh, no? Okay. Starts nibbling on one as she, sort of not particularly rushing, just sets off down the corridor in search of people, listening out to see if she can work out where everybody else in the B&B is so she can go and offer them cookies. I just love the idea now that every time we see Gertrude, we're all just going to run away because as, <laughs> as, as, as players. She's like, oh! <laughs> just, that's why it's going to make it even worse. <laughs> oh, Gertrude. Oh, dear. Yet further proof that surprise birthday parties are not a great idea. <laughs> so if we have we got into the playroom, yes, let's let's do the playroom stuff. Uh, describe what the playroom looks like, hey kid, because this is this has been a place that's been created for you. So what's in there? Well, yeah, so this is a place that's been created for hey kid, but is not their room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if it's been created for hey kid to make their mess in, but this is like it sounded like Amelie has sort of helped with the designation of no this is where hey kid makes their mess that is allowed but i think it's like quite ordered mess so i think Mm -hmm. it's we've we've allowed like paintings and bits of art and stuff to be stuck onto the walls and there's like maybe big tubs of toys that are very disordered within themselves but they are in a tub which hey kid has absolutely not done it's probably amelie has done that yeah (laughs) 100%. Yeah. But it's not like the toys are ordered by these are all the cars and these are all the uh, kitchen, like pretend cooking stuff. And this is all Mm. the the paints and stuff like that. It's everything is in tubs, but they're all jumbled together. And uh, is Emily still carrying me? I think you are unceremoniously released and dropped on the floor. (laughs) Cool. Right. Okay. And I'm going to start like scrabbling to to just start painting and uh, and creating my uh, part of my my gift but then gonna stop and look at Amelie as if like uh, waiting for uh, acknowledgement that I am doing it the right and clean way so she won't get upset mess tolerance increased 
to 85% in this room. Please continue. Splat, 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 paint, 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 brush, 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 brush. Emily would like to know how creativity works. Okay, I'm just going to tick off one of my boxes on my gift tracker uh, that I don't know about, but the person controlling me does. Um, and now that I've done that, well, <laughs> you can do creativity in lots of different ways. You just have to sort of see what comes to you. So uh, here, I'm going to put a paintbrush in your hand. Now, step one is complete. What is step two? Step two is pick a colour and you don't have to think about it. Just like put the brush in a pot. Um, Any pot. I will put it in the first pot. Great. <laughs> and then... It is blue. Is blue creative? All colours are creative. This makes things simpler. <laughs> <laughs> what is step three? Step three is paint. But what should I paint? Well, you could either paint something blue or you could paint something that's not blue but make it blue anyway. Computing. Oh no. <laughs> Computing. Error. How can something that is not blue be blue? Error. Error. Because you've got to use your imagination. Like sometimes when you look up at the sun, it's yellow. But sometimes it could be blue if you wanted it to be, right? That makes total sense. And then you can put glitter on it. And sometimes pasta shapes. <laughs> Classic. Classic um, pasta shapes. Computing. Steps complete. Processing. Processing. And uh, Emily is going to paint, uh, pick up a, a piece of paper and uh, paint a, a blue sun and throw glitter on it and then very carefully place one piece of macaroni in the centre. Great. And attempt to tick off the second box of my presents. However, I do Come have on. three chaos tokens. So Come on. <laughs> Come on. Flip. You can do this, I want this to work. I want this to work. Heads. Second one. Heads. <gasps> Third one. <gasps> Heads! Yes! <laughs> yes, Emily. Oh, amazing. Hermit flailing all round. Oh, that was glorious. What happens with the chaos tokens? Do they stay? They stay and you get another one. <laughs> oh, no. But then, but then you can either give them away once you do a, bo uh, a bingo or you can uh, cash them in when you and uh, when you got five. So they do go down. You, you're not going to continuously be unable to do it, but that oh, was amazing. Oh, oh. oh, oh that was glorious. Emily has been creative. Success. Please review final product. It doesn't matter what I think. What do you think? Emily is pleased. Emily is proud. Uh-huh. Emily has changed programming. <gasps> Emily can paint now. Paint. And Emily will paint exactly the same picture <laughs> on another <laughs> bit of paper. Okay, I think we need to work on that. Um... How about you try and paint something else in blue? Just change one thing so you can still use blue, you can still use glitter, you can still use pasta if you like, but paint something different. Different. Computing. Computing. Picture. Decided upon. Painting. And Emily will paint a blue, highly detailed picture of Hey Kid. 
painting. That is really good. That is so good that it's almost good enough to be in my comic book. Did you know I was making a comic book? N no. And uh, I'm going to bingo and receive a thank you awkwardly. <laughs> as Emily uh, considers quality of painting to be 30%. Emily will require 70% creativity upgrade before considers it good enough to go in your lovely book. And I'm going to throw all my tokens. Who out of us has got tokens other than Matt? Uh, I've got tokens. I've got three tokens. I have none. And Alex, you got rid of all of yours, right? Big fat zero. Okay. So, Nat, you're going to get all my four. So you've got yeah, enough to, to do <laughs> the fun the things with. Thanks so much. We need, we need an, we need an anti-Matt. Yeah. Hey, kid. Hey, what? kid. Emily. <gasps> Quick, Emily, we need to hide. No, you keep the painting. Keep your painting out. Keep your painting out. And I'm going to shove my creation like behind a chair. Actually, no, I'm going to no, no, no. hide keep out. the keep Hey Kid one and hide oh. the... I need, to, I need to hide one of them. <laughs> For reasons. Okay. Uh, and we'll hold the, the sun. Hey Kid, where you at? Mini Emily made cookies. <gasps> cookies! I want cookies! Cookies! Hey Gertrude! Come in, come in, come, come, come in here. Look, I'm teaching Emily to be creative. Wow. And uh, and that's what uh, you're painting. I am Emily. I am <laughs> painter. Hello, Emily. Hi, hello, Emily. Hello, Emily. Hi, Emily. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give Emily a genuinely very sweet compliment, which is a bingo. <laughs> yeah, Emily, you are. You are a painter. See? You can be anything you want to be. Strat, have four tokens. Five tokens, <gasps> even. Okay. Um, five is a good number. That, yeah, no, that is. Thank you. Yay. But it also yeah. means that you've got nothing, so you could tick one off straight yeah. away. That's it's, it's one or the other. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, of course. <laughs> oh, wait, Emily. Uh, also, um, I think Mini Emily was having some sort of technical problem in the kitchen. Mini Emily is in trouble. I heard like error, error, and then Parrish was like, "No, Gertrude, you can't come in the kitchen because Minnie Emily's having a problem." Do you think? Do you think Minnie Emily is having problems in there because you were trying to think of how to paint in here and you were doing lots of calculations? It could be that our programs have diverged now that I am a painter, and Minnie Emily is still V one. Minnie Emily. I must go and sink subroutines <laughs> and clean code. Clean code must clean. Continue painting, but only in here. <laughs> and Mini Emily will roll away. Bye, Emily. Bye, Emily. Bye, Emily. Bye, Emily. Now talk to me about these cookies. They, they're kind of all different. Uh, there's some chocolate chip ones, and there's some of these have got like raspberries and blueberries in, and there's some glazed ones. It's cool. Here, take whichever ones you like. Well, this sounds like we need to try all of them, right? Yeah, a little bit of each, maybe. Mm hmm. I think so. I think so. I think we should sit in here for a very long time and try all of the cookies. And we should probably make a list and we should rate them. So we know which one is best, so we can give feedback to Parrish and Mini Emily for next time. Hey, kid. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Have you noticed 
Parrish being weird about the kitchen today? Like, has he kicked you out of the kitchen today? I mean, I was in there and he was cross about it. I think maybe, well, if Minnie Amelie is having problems in there, then maybe he's just trying to keep us, I don't know. But the cookies are good. Look at the cookie. Right, what's this first one? This one is chocolate chip. Yeah? Mmm. Let's try it. I think this one is a four and a half out of five. What do you think? Uh, oh, what's the what's the scale? Zero to what? What's five? Is it? I think it's out of seven. Oh, okay. Four and a half out of five out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that rating. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. Uh, I've I've taken a coin and and ticked a track for for asking that question. Very what? good. So what? So yeah, <laughs> I know. Just this sneaky, sneaky. So are you you are on uh, you are on three out of five, correct? Three out of five. Uh, oh, and we're and only I have, on. I have one coin currently. You've one coin, and yeah, we've got only two on the cake track, folks. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I've got three coins and only one on my item, which hopefully we can sort out soon. Will our residents be able to pull off a surprise birthday party for Gertrude before she finds out? Find out next time on What Am I Rolling? The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's players were the cast of Merely Roleplayers, Matt, Strat, Nat, and Alex. This episode's RPG was Yezeba's Bed and Breakfast by Possum Creek Games. You can find out more information about Yezeba's Bed and Breakfast on the Possum Creek Games website. That's possumcreekgames.com. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon on twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website... That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at wair underscore podcast for latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember, adventurers need not apply.